Okay. All right. Yes, sir. We are back with another episode of Bigfoot Revival. So, we have a couple of announcements. One is we we, uh, desperately want to apologize for last week's podcast with all the voices in the back. Um, That was distracting, and yet we still had a good number of listeners. So, hopefully they actually listened to the whole thing and not just the first two minutes of it. And hopefully it didn't turn anybody off. Thank you so much for those of you who are back who did uh suffer through that last yeah. Week. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah we didn't realize it until after we had posted it and everything that it had these uh voices it was some kind of software issue but anyways we've got it fixed we we're now in control of our own recording device so this is a milestone for us we've actually are not just using uh anchor which we are still using anchor but we we've got our own recording system now so that should bypass all that. I think what people generally say in our neck of the woods is yee-haw. Yee-haw. <laughs> so, so uh, we want to apologize for that. Um, as well, uh, this is our second time recording this. Yep. The first time uh, I messed up and ruined it. <laughs> so, <laughs> we've lost all that. Uh, but that's my fault, and, and hopefully we won't lose this. So uh, if you hear us right now, we were successful. That's right. So, I am your host, uh, the Sasquatch. This is Yeti. <laughs> I'm a Ranga. And uh, we are the podcast. Uh, podcast. We are the Bigfoot <laughs> Revival. We are the podcast screw up revival. Well, you know what? Uh, we've been doing this. Uh, for a good long time already today, so we're gonna yeah, we're kind of tired. So we want to ask for your forgiveness on that too. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully this will come on through. Uh, like I said, we've already had the conversation, so you'll probably hear some as we said earlier or something to that nature. We'll try to keep that down. Um, also, want to go ahead and give you a warning when we jump into our topic of this is our opinion. We're like everybody else. Um, we have opinions, and they stink. And so, <laughs> we don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, does everybody else? <laughs> uh, so, uh, we, you know, we we get our information from Facebook and the news, and and we're like everybody else. We're trying to form our own opinions and figure out the truth. We are Christians. We do believe that Jesus Christ is truth. So therefore, we hold a high standard to truth, and. Sometimes it's hard to tell what is and ain't truth. That's right. But uh, we're we're going to talk about something that is highly uh, politicized, something that has been uh, highly um, divisive, I think. But And that'll be the protests that have been going around us around some of these state capitals, like in Michigan and uh, Kentucky, Texas, uh, Ohio, where else? Are there any other places, or did I mention them all? I think uh, Pennsylvania was supposed to do a protest today or something okay. like that. There's a couple of other states. So there's been a handful in. of protests, and that's what we're talking about. Or uh, people in other states. So we're, let's start off with uh, the Yeti and find out what his general opinion of the protests are. Uh-oh, I was not expecting that. Um, I guess my knee-jerk reaction is um, I agree with him. Because 
shoot, I don't even know why my mind is blank right now, y'all. I apologize. Um, yeah, we are created by God for work. We are created to work and provide and um, do these things. And I see people that are going and fighting for this. Um, it seems that government has the ability to strangle out well to to keep grabbing a hold for power and that there's not really been any sort of resistance we've just been going along with it and just the fact that there are some people that are protesting says okay good um it's it's not getting too far out of hand yet because people are still allowed to do this and there are people that's kind of got our mindset as far as this thing is concerned but um and I think that we do need to get back to work because if not there's just going to be a stranglehold put on the economy and eventually it, it's going to die however I think that we also have to be respectful and courteous to people to not spread this thing either I think we have that responsibility that if we're sick to not go out um, I think if we're out in public we should be courteous enough to wear a mask and to do the whole social distancing thing. However, I'm tired of having the finger pointed at me in all the campaign ads that are going on saying, like YouTube showed the one that said, how many people have you accidentally killed? Well, kiss my butt. More importantly, what was your answer? <laughs> my point, my answer he just, was, he I just don't know. Twelve? <laughs> maybe. A hundred? Maybe. It's it's also other people's responsibility to stay away from me if they don't want anything. That's right. I mean, it's common sense. So I'm fed up with the whole corona goings on. I'm glad to see that there's some people that's uh, doing what they're doing. That's all just knee-jerk. Ranga, where you come on up? I, you know, I, I'm, I'm in that camp. I, I completely agree. With the protest, I think it is it's time that we get past this and move on. Uh, I think uh, that they're right in protesting. That's the right way to go about it. Otherwise, there there'll just be a voice that's not heard. Um, and I think the reason it's dragging on for so long is is just because the the media keeps pumping fear into our society through this whole thing. And I think it's about time for the fear-mongering to stop also. Yeah, uh, bad news sales, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And if it's bad news that sells and it's beneficial to my worldview or my political leanings, that's a bonus, right? For you. Yeah. Exactly. And so... At the expense of what, though? There is no downside to this, right? Not I mean, you. if my worldview is to where I believe in socialist government, I believe uh, in 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 this liberal utopia type thing. There is no downside. Not for you. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the thing is you don't see a downside because you're not on the other side of it. All not right. you, not you personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah. All right, so let's play devil's advocate. I've seen enough Facebook stuff uh, 
that I think I can play a pretty good grasp of devil's advocate. What about all these guys out there not wearing a mask? How many people are they killing by showing up and congregating, shaking hands, breathing all over each other, licking each other's elbows? Look, there's consequences to actions. If that's what they want to do and they get the disease, it's on them. If you see that going on, you have a responsibility to stay away if you don't want it. That's right. Yeah, like the bulk of the people who actually remained in their cars. Well, it's, it's got a lot to do with common sense. You know something's going on out there. If you don't want it, take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Use your common sense. If you don't have any common sense, get some. <laughs> so is it worth bringing back the economy if it kills people? Is it worth not bringing back the economy and killing people? So the coronavirus is definitely killing people by the billions. Right. I mean, by the billions Wrong. of trillions. Yeah, yeah, according to the media. And 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 the right. economy is just the money that you've got sitting in your pocket. Well, as the old saying goes, and this is not something I agree with, but it is an old saying, money makes the world turn around. And if there is no money, the world doesn't turn around. I know I don't agree with that saying, but... If the economy tanks, you're going to look at something like happened back in the 20s with the Great Depression again. You're going to have people who can't afford to buy even the bare essentials that they need to survive. And how many people can die from that? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm the devil's advocate, so I'm going to say none. None. None will die from being poor. So how many... No people will die from being You're wrong, <laughs> Satan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to jump in on this too, man. I can't be the only oh one talking gosh. to this guy. If you don't work, you don't eat. If you don't eat, you die. Don't give me this if you don't work, you don't eat. That's what the government's here for. Oh, well, we see who's God, what God you serve. <laughs> yep. So you just this made, is revealing. You just made God your <laughs> government your God. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Who you are you rely putting on your trust the government in? for everything and government's your God. So so this is an interesting uh turn of events. Yeah, 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 for, <laughs> for lack of a better term. So so if government is our my God because I believe that the government can supply all my needs, right? Wrong. That's where we're headed, right? Wrong. No, 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 no. That's what we're saying, though. The people, the people on this oh, yeah, decided yeah, yeah, yeah. argument are thinking the government. Well, will it's the provide. government's job to do that. The government's here to protect me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not just here to protect me. It's to make sure I have everything I want and I'm taken care of. I have free health care, free school, education, free. and all that. Yeah. It's that's the government's job. Is health, to make sure I wealth, have and prosperity. Everything yeah. I want taken care of by the government. So, if that's my point of view. Then what I'm saying is, ultimately, my God is the government, right? Ultimately. Now, what about all these other people on the other side of this here aisle who are protesting? They're fearing as well. They're fearing the economy. Wouldn't we say that the con- the economy is their God as well? 
That could be said, yes. You can go to that extreme. You can make anything your God. So, are, are, now, we've all said, actually, you two said, uh, but, but in reality, I agree with you. But if we are on the supporter side of the, the aisle on this, if the supporters, let's boil it down to something simple in the sense of saying, we need an economy so that we're not losing more people through poverty than we are the coronavirus, correct? That's correct. That being said, am I now thinking that, because I I put put the government's their God. Does that make the economy my God? No, I, I just, I think with the economy running, people can get out and do what they were created to do, and they can work. When we're sitting at home, not working, it's it's not good for the economy, and it's not good for the people. It's not good for your mental health or your physical health to be sitting at home and waiting something, waiting for something to happen. But the economy can very well be some people's gods. It can. Because what that boils down to, if you're saying, I need the economy, uh, the economy, the economy to work so that I can get out and go to work, so that I can provide, ultimately... You're saying that you yourself are your God so that you can be the one that provides for your family so that you can be the one that gets all the glory for it and et cetera, et cetera, instead of saying that I can go out and work for the glory of God so that I can bring honor and glory to God is is your outlook. Let me let me try to sum this up. And, y- and you tell me if I'm, if I'm on the money or if I'm wrong about this. So far what I think we've said is that uh, when we depend on the government, the government is our God. All right? Yep. Those who are on the other side of the aisle who say we ought to work and and do as God has made us, right? We're under that part of it. But there is also, a, I think uh, Doug Wilson is who I heard this from originally, a co-belligerent that we work with, Right? He, uh, a co-belligerent would be somebody that we're not necessarily a- allies with, but going back to work would both benefit us, the Christians, who mm-hmm. want to bring glory to God through service to God, to to be able to be as self-sufficient within the 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 God giving us the the ability to be self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to serve God in that way. Our co-belligerent are those who are scared of the economy crashing. Absolutely, yeah. So even though we're not scared of the economy crashing in that sense, we don't want it to, but we're not scared uh, uh, to the point of this is our God. Well, that, that goes back to your, uh, your podcast episode on self-sufficiency. Um, and it's not really self-sufficiency because God provides everything for us. Even the ability to get out there and work the fields and to tend the animals and do all that. Um, We're not afraid of the economy collapsing because we know God will provide a way. But we also understand that we have to get out and work. And if we can't get out and work, then our family could collapse. Because we're not working for the glory of God and producing. I, I think the way to sum this up is... Who gives me my daily bread? 
You've got one side that says the government gives me my daily bread. You've got another side that says the economy is who gives me my daily bread. Neither. And then you have our side who, who, who says, Lord, give us today our daily bread. And we're talking to Christ. That's right. That's, that's, and that's where it is. It's, it's not one side or the other, but kind of, kind of in the middle. It's, it has nothing to do with the economy. Well, it does. But if the economy were to disappear, God's still there handing out bread. Yeah, if, if if the American dollar were to disappear, we would not. And, and let's be honest, people would still be suffer. People oh, would yeah. still have issues. Yeah. But we would know that our daily bread comes from Christ and not government or even the economy itself. Correct. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> So, I kind of want to kick Yeti a little bit. Um, Uh-oh. You've kicked me enough. I can't take much more. At the end. <laughs> he looks like he's about to fall asleep or pass out. Yeah, I know it. So, at the end of our <laughs> last podcast. The one we did earlier today. Yeah, the one or? we messed up. Okay. Um, You jumped on a topic, and it led into some really good conversation. Yes, sir. Uh-oh. Do you think you can kick us back off in that in that direction? I'll see if I can muster up the strength. All right. So we were talking about um, just your outlooks. And as far as conservatism and liberalism and how you can see Christian ethnics in those or lack thereof. Yeah. So, for example... In conservatism, it does um, build you up to say that you should be self-sufficient, you should go out and work, you should... And we were saying that we were created for work. Adam and Eve were working in the garden. Yes, sir. And then sin came along, and then work got hard. That's where the thorns and thistles kicked in, and the sweat of your brow popped up, and work became a pain. Yes, sir. Um, So, again... It's saying, who is your God? So we're not saying that the government is Christian or anything like that by any means. Though we do believe that the government is God for some people, especially with the left agenda, which says, come to me for your needs. Yeah. Uh, Let me give you a doctor. Let me give you... Money. Let me give you health, wealth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, let me give you some smarts, education. <laughs> let, mm-hmm. You know, and all we have the things we, that God gives us. Is Satan produces the counterfeit? Ooh, that's what we were saying earlier. Yeah. But you kind of see this played out in the workings of government with conservatism. And the extreme forms of liberalism that yeah. say that well, that lean more socialist. Yeah, uh, the leftist. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. Um, yes, we sir. worked. We were created to work, and we re- we see that in the garden. We were also created to worship, and that goes back to who is your god and what are you worshiping. Let me throw this out there. I don't think we mentioned this. Uh, earlier either and I think this may be a good point who gave us work God 
Who gave us worship? God. Who do we worship? Are you talking about us personally, or is yeah, that yeah, a general yeah. question? Yeah, yeah. Who do we worship? We worship we the worship Lord. the living God. Who has given us everything. Work. work. Everything. Whoever whoever gives you work, whoever gives you your, your, your substance is who you worship. Yeah. We went to Sunday school. We know the right answer is Jesus. <laughs> God. That's it. That's the answer. So, so, with Adam and Eve working, they're worshiping the one who gave them work. Absolutely, yeah. Until they sinned, mm-hmm. which, put a, which put a divide between them and God, right? Correct. When they sinned, God punished them by cursing the earth. Yep. Right. And the the woman and her bearing of children and mm-hmm. and the snake and all that, but but what we're talking about primarily, we're talking cursing of the earth. Which mm-hmm. In other words, we it made it made work hard. That is correct. Mm-hmm. The liberal wants us to go back to 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 uh, Eden. Yeah. Right. The liberal, the leftist wants us to be able to have it on easy street. Yep. But it's a counterfeit because their God is government. They want the government to supply, the government to give, the government to take care of, allowing them to be able to sit around and do what they they want, they enjoy, their hobbies, whatever. Right? Where we, on the other hand, I'm not saying conservatives, I'm saying Christians. Right. Believe in Christ designed us for work. We want to work. We want to strive to serve and love him. Yeah. That's right. And, um, well, uh, to go back to um, some of the things that we've seen on Facebook and other places, other forms of social media, is you need to stay in and listen to the doctors and scientists. (laughs) They have all these facts and numbers the high priest there you go which all those numbers and everything are skewed too but that's a whole nother story yeah it's, uh, it's just counterfeit religion there you go yeah that's it what really, it is it really this is really showing i think people what i'm trying to i'm trying to think of the best way to phrase this well well it's showing people what they worship. Mm-hmm. I think I think this is really starting to show people what they worship. Do they worship the economy? Do they worship money? Do they worship their family? Do they worship uh, uh, their children? Whatever. Do they worship the government? Mm-hmm. I know for a fact. Uh, I was talking to a lady, and and she has a older mother who lives with her, scared to death that she's going to catch the corona, right? It's understandable. You know, she's older. She has cancer. Um, definitely don't want her to, to, to catch the corona and die. The problem is, is she putting her faith in God? Is she putting her faith in God that even if she catches the corona, that God will take care of her? Her mother will, will if dies, mm-hmm. will be yeah. in glory and never have any ailments ever again. 
and that's that's an outlook that we as Christians can have is that outlook of we don't have to be fearful that we're, we're not afraid of what may or may not happen because our faith and our trust is in God who is in control over all of that he created all of it and he controls all of it but you still yeah. need to use wisdom in making good judgments oh, and decisions and things like that, that goes it just means to, to you don't you don't fear you don't have any reason to fear because no. God for you who be against you but that doesn't mean that if you're susceptible or got any pre-existing conditions say all right i'm just gonna run out into the streets maybe nothing will happen but no, no you're that, an idiot that goes back to the common sense God thing will take i said care earlier. of me if you don't i'm gonna run out some. into the middle of the highway well there's like, like you said there's consequences for everything you run out in the middle of the highway you're gonna get hit yeah there you go i mean you play with fire you're gonna get burned do you think do you guys think that this whole thing um this corona could be God's judgment on us. We might have talked about this on previous episodes. I don't know how much we have talked about it. Um, uh, yes. I think big answer, yes. I think, if you know, you zoom in, it's definitely a time to do some self-examining like we've been talking about. Who do you worship? Where are your priorities? Things of that nature. Yeah. I, I can see it from that, but I, I can see it from where it's not really a judgment on us either. Um, but I can see it both ways. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean... Explain the lack of judgment, please. Uh, uh, the judgment comes after, after, we're, after we're dead. The real judgment comes. Um, we're going to go through trials while we're here on earth. Yeah, that's just something that happens. And e- even the Bible says that God's going to reign on the just and unjust alike. Um, but it does give us a time to reflect and look inwardly to see where we do place our faith and it, it kind of calls us do what inwardly and <laughs> in, yeah inwardly we're not looking outwardly no outwardly Toward something with a big g outwardly it? would be the opposite of inwardly and no we, ha- we have to look inside ourselves and see where do we place our trust and once we figure that out then we have to examine are we placing our trust in the right place. So so I wanna I wanna jump on what you said there. Now you done it. Now Uh-oh. yeah. You doggone gone and done it. <laughs> jump on we it. We don't need to, we don't need to look inwardly. We need to look ex outwardly towards well, Christ. Towards I mean God. Self examination. What no no no, no. What we mean. need to examine Christ. Yes. When I'm examining myself, I think I'm good. I think I'm okay because I'm not as bad as somebody else, blah, 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 blah. But when I look at Christ, he's going to examine me. Well, let me show me my rephrase that. Okay. We need to self-examine with Christ being the model. Yeah, if you're not comparing yourself to Christ and you're comparing yourself to the wrong thing. Yeah. He's the, he's the standard. So... So, when we're in this compare, or, or when we're when we're, uh, I don't. So, as we are looking towards Christ, and seeing our standing with God. Take it from there. Do what now? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so. 
Yeah, I wasn't ready for that either. (laughs) (laughs) Where is that going? Well, I mean, so basically I interrupted you. I have a thought, and I want you to complete my thought. No, 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 no. (laughs) So you were going somewhere when you said that we are looking at ourselves. Essentially, I I was saying we have to look and see where do we place our trust. Are we placing our trust in the right place, or do we need to make we do we need to make a change and that's that's going across the board um i'm speaking generally to the public um if you're placing your trust in government is your trust misplaced yeah yeah absolutely i think it is i think our trust should be in the one who designed government and gave us government which is another g word it's uh god yeah so, little G, big G. God's the big G. Government's the little G. That's right. So, let's go back to the protest itself, right? No. And, <laughs> and so, aren't they disobeying the government? No. Aren't they disobeying the government by yes. being out there and gathering? No, I, I don't think so. Yes, the government said blatantly, you shouldn't do this. I think when it... Rebuttal? <laughs> I think the government did say you shouldn't do this, but I don't think the government had authority to say that under the Constitution. Ooh. Think or no? What's that? Think or no? Well, I know. The Constitution says very clearly that we have the right to assemble and that we have the right to go out. And the government is over overstepping their their right to rule. Match. I got nothing. You win. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well, okay. So, but with that being said, we have to practice good sense. We have to. Yeah. We have to be smart about it. There's it consequences Romans, for your actions. Romans three. No, thirteen. Thirteen. That, that says that you are to respect and listen to and obey the authorities, mm-hmm. the government, right? <laughs> and so uh, how, are, how by protesting are we doing that? Actually, I think by protesting, we're upholding the Constitution and the rights held therein. Yeah, but we're not talking about the Constitution. We're talking about the government. The cup, the government itself is restrained by the Constitution. That's right. Constitution, it doesn't say anything about a Constitution. It says we respect the government. Well, that our government is built on that document and based off of the original text of the Scripture. The the governing the governing uh, uh, authority in our land is the Constitution. So the governors and president and congressmen and everybody who is brought on to govern is takes an oath to protect and uphold the Constitution. Exactly, which means they have to submit to the Constitution. They are under rule of the Constitution. And so, if they ever step out of lines of the Constitution, they are no longer working on our behalf as the as the citizens. But are now, they're working for their own personal gain. Yeah. Yep. 
but it, that's that's where it becomes our responsibility as as the public, the citizens, to say, "Look, you guys are stepping out of line here. You've forgotten what this document says you're supposed to do, and you're not doing it." So you do that through protesting. Yes, you can do that through protest, and that's the peaceful way to do it, and that's the right way to do it. Peaceful. Now that's the thing. you say peaceful, but I've seen reports where these people have guns. How? Many people were shot. How many? How many tragic events? Are you, are you talking there? about the Virginia protest when they were trying to? No, I'm talking about the uh, Michigan. You still haven't answered my question. Yes, sir. How many people were killed? How many tragedies were there from this thing well, where people were gathering probably, guns? Probably thousands. Probably. I mean, after all, these people did have guns. Well, that's like the coronavirus has killed billions of people. That they just happened to have the virus and got in a car accident and died. In all seriousness, in all seriousness, I don't think any. Um, and the reason I say I don't think any, because if one person had got into a fist fight at one of these things, it would have been all over the news. That's right. Oh, yeah. Because like you said earlier, bad news sells. Yeah. And that would make the opposition look horrible. Yeah. And so, I don't even know if it's true that they had guns out there. Like, I know you were talking about in uh, Richmond – when uh oh they all had guns there yeah, in Virginia yeah, yeah. but and still not a single not a single accident not a not a single accident I don't think there was even a shot fired no no, no. like you said if if there had or what, like we said earlier if there had been it'd have been all over the news I mean it'd have been it'd have been nuts I mean they try to blame conservatives for that idiot over there in uh Char- Char- Charlottesville that Charlottesville. ran over the the people it, you're looking at two different groups of socialists. Mm-hmm. Fighting each other, and they're wanting to yeah. claim, they're wanting to say you, it's us. You've got extreme left socialists and extreme yeah. right socialists. These guys on the right are not conservatives. I mean, when I'm talking about these guys on the far right, the Nazis, that kind of stuff, they're not conservatives. They're far right socialists. That's right. They're they're, and, and what we're looking at, what we represent, is a constitutionalist. Yes, sir. So. With everything going on, how does this protest bring glory to God? I'm sorry for the fake little cadence thing there, but <laughs> so, but but in all in all honesty, how does how does this protest bring glory to God? Well, that's a good question, isn't it? Well, I, I think I it's thought back, so. That's why I asked it. I think it's back to the original statement that we're the reason for the protest is people want to get back out to work, and we were all created to work. To glorify God. Sounds good to me. He ain't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I, I, well, let's put it this way. I think when you have the the environment that you did, and I'm not saying that these people are Christian. Some of them probably are. Some of them probably are, but I'm not going to say that this was a Christian event. That being said, it shows a biblical view of meekness, right? Yeah. Most people understand meekness to be weakness, and it's not. It's strength under control. The idea is a soldier with his sword sheathed. And when you have people out there protesting, and they're not causing riots, they're not causing fights, they're doing it peacefully, the worst the worst thing that happened is a bunch of horns got blowed, um, you're looking at meekness. You're looking at strength under control. Because it could have been like every... 
every time Black Lives Matters or Antifa breaks out to where there's a riot. What's that word? Riot. That's not a protest? Well, it depends on who you're asking, but... Because I'm, I'm asking because on, on the news, they kept calling it protest and protest this, protest... Yeah, but yeah most protests that I'm aware of shouldn't end up with businesses on fire. Or bricks through windows. Yeah. And cars overturned and people getting... Looking like the, the scene face. from the end of uh, the Joker movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it was like. So that that that's a riot. That's not a that's not a protest. When 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 you have conservatives protest, guns are brought and it's peaceful. When you have liberal leftist protest, you wind up with Ferguson, where people are dying and there's fire in the streets and and it's chaos. And somebody's crying it's somewhere. The it's the end of the Joker movie. Yeah. And they do it, it still gets me that they do that to their own town, their own businesses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not uh, theirs, a cop, it's their neighbor's business. A but, cop shot yeah. somebody that looked like me. I'm going to go burn down the laundromat. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, it, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, I know, <laughs> I know you were being sarcastic, but I mean, it just, it's just destructive. I mean, it's... Which is not meekness. That's the opposite. This, it is demonic. meekness. Look, anywhere that, that there's, I mean, to make it spiritual. Okay. I, I will. Watch this. Anywhere that there's any sort of demonic activity, there. It's destructive. It's just very destructive. Look, whenever Jesus cast a demon into the pigs, what did they do? They ran off the cliff and drowned Killed themselves. themselves. Yeah. Okay. So does that mean that the people who are protesting, the are they are they? I'm not saying godly. they're demon possessed. I would say that the majority of them probably aren't even Christian. I think it's a safe bet. So what? So so what's the line here, right? Why are we calling one side demonic and the other side? Well, the ain't action, Christian, the action, but but still, kind of lead to that that train of thought. Okay, because the, 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 like he was saying, anytime you hear in the the Bible or Scripture. Any kind of demonic activity is very destructive. Yeah. The actions within itself, through through the culture of being more conservative, tend to lean to be more biblical by its very nature. Is that, that is that fair to say? That's yeah. fair to say, but that doesn't mean that they are a hundred percent biblical. No, it doesn't mean they're biblical or, or Christian. It yeah. just means that they're following a, a worldview. They're, that is more biblical than the other world. They've been influenced. They've been influenced by Christ. And they're exactly. following a strong moral standard. But they have not been converted. Mm-hmm. I, I agree to that. That was pretty cool. <laughs> so, I think I think all three of us hold a positive view towards the protest as long as they remain peaceful. Yeah. Right. I think all three of us desire to see America working, right? That is correct. Yep. And it's also safe to say that all three of us do not want to see millions of people killed by the coronavirus. No. That is also correct. It is also... Tell him what he's won. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, I also think that it's fair to say that we think that the numbers behind the coronavirus are to where we should protect the old and the sickly, so to speak. Yes. But people 
in their 20s and 30s and even 40s can probably safely go back to work without yeah. millions of people dying. The ones who should have been working to begin with. Yeah. The able-bodied people who are healthy and not old and old well i say old but elderly with like respiratory problems and predisposed to a weak immune system yeah well they could have been but you know they weren't deemed essential or even even if somebody had asthma right yeah i mean i mean even if you're 20 and you have asthma this is still something you don't want to have so take those extra precautions right get your doctor's note and stay home from work yeah I, I I think I that's, think and I think that's a safe pass. Yeah, I think I think I think it's very possible we could avoid destroying the economy of our country without killing millions of people. Yeah, it's it, it doesn't have to be one side or the other. So we agree with the protesters in that. I want to talk about as well. Uh oh, that's right. I want to talk about as well. Um, what does it look like? To be a Christian right now. Glorious. Glorious. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so. Well, I think we kind of covered it earlier. If, if you're a Christian and your faith is placed in, in God, uh, the, the whole fear aspect of it is it should be non-existent. Um, but that does not mean that you're not cautious. Yeah. Um. <laughs> we try to have someone call into the show, folks. I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, it's definitely a time right now that if you are a Christian, your faith is being tested. Oh, Especially yeah. if you've been deemed not essential, you can't work. It's you're putting your faith in God to supply for your daily bread. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not necessarily a bad spot to be either, because uh, it strengthens you. It, yeah, in your in your need and your desire for Christ, you're going to grow in your relationship with Him. Yeah. So right now, if you are Christian, it is a time that your walk with Christ your faith in Christ to be strengthened and a great opportunity uh, to grow, especially in your Bible reading. <laughs> and, and we also realize that a lot of Christians are probably struggling with fear right now. Mm-hmm. And we've had that conversation on the yep. podcast about fear, oh, so yeah. we're not, we don't have to dive into it, but it I doesn't take away the fact that there are legit Christians who are struggling with fear right now. Oh yeah. And, so we want to encourage our listeners who may be struggling with fear, who may be struggling with their relationship with Christ right now, who may not be saved, to turn to Christ, to look at him, to to really uh, go to him in prayer and scripture and learn more about him. Because it's through it's through our attention on him is through our our wanting to 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 look at him that we'll see our own sin that and and it's through him that that is conquered so uh yeti if you'll ramble us out with all those wonderful <laughs> words i got you so 
follow us on Instagram at Bigfoot Revival. If uh, you've got uh, any questions or comments or anything that you want to reach out to us with at all, critiques, good critiques, bad critiques, you can email us at BigfootRevival at gmail.com. And we also have a website that is under construction right now, but it's coming right on along, and it is BigfootRevival.com. So any way that you want to reach out or get in touch with us in any way, shape, or form, or follow what we're doing, just look up anything Bigfoot Revival, and you should be able to find us. Deuces. We out. Adios. Adios.